0: Coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. If you want to be a mom, go be a mom. If you know that inside of your soul that that's what you desire, if you want to go date and find the perfect man for you, go find him. He's there. Honestly, you already know what to do. You're well equipped. You're just not doing it. This is The Kim Gravel Show. Let's just go on to spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman, we're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all, this is the Kim Gravel Show. And this season, we are leveling up our lives and stepping into our purpose and calling. And we're going to do this thing together. Um, Today's show, I'm so excited, Zach. Y'all know Zach's with me every week. We're doing another confidence coaching session. And honestly, I'm digging this.
1: Yeah, the confidence coaching sessions are amazing. And even though today, I have like a really weird kind of bad hair day going on, I feel like. I think maybe I need some confidence coaching.
0: No, listen, I'll tell you what. There's nothing like a man who cares about his physical to me. I tell you, it's hot, Zach. It's hot.
1: Okay, thank you. Well, if I just could get this thing to not be sticking straight up, I think that would be good. It looks a little
0: alfalfa, and I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Okay, all right,
1: as long as you're digging it, that's fine. You know, send us letters. Tell me if you think I look dumb, but...
0: Don't send us letters if you think that. I say send us letters if you, think I, if you think I look like I've lost weight and thin and younger, send us letters. If not, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> My God. No, honestly. Okay, I, if I, you um, send
1: a letter that just literally says that, I'm reading it on the air for next episode. No, that's, a you, I, that, that's, that's a promise. That's a promise to the accept. audience.
0: That's what we accept. I, I'm fully able to tell you exactly what I need to hear. Um, speaking of that, uh, we've got a guest today that I'm so excited about, Zach. Because today we're going to be talking about, in our confidence coaching session, about how you already have the confidence that you need. You were actually born with it. Um, but mm-hmm. many of us are not walking in that confidence because of our life circumstances or things that happen to us or we're looking external to find. And so we have a absolutely smart, stunning, beautiful woman on today's show. Her name is Amber. Um, She wrote in and said she wanted to come and get some confidence coaching. Um, Zach, she's a self-described, now I'm not gonna, this is her words, workaholic with a no social life, no hobbies, used to be active in church, okay? But afraid to put herself out there because she's terrified of being rejected.
1: She just is afraid. She's just afraid to put herself out there. And I think um, that you're gonna have a lot to talk to her about.
0: Well, she's 35 years young. Okay, Mm -hmm. she's a nurse. She works with special needs children. She's single. She doesn't have a romantic partner. And she says maybe she's just not meant to be married, but she wants to be a mom. And so she's making all these huge life decisions. And she says she's not making them confidently. So we're going to talk to Amber today about um, her crisis of confidence. So you don't want to miss this one because we're going to be talking all things of confidence and how to walk in it and how to believe in yourself, and how to do it at any stage, any walk of life. And we're going to get to that after this. Hey, y'all. Kim Gravel here, and I'm excited about my book that's releasing very, very soon called Collecting Confidence. And I wrote it because I want everyone to feel confident and be the confident person that you already are and walk in it. Um, I'm hoping that when you read it, you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be inspired. You're going to laugh a little. And also you're going to take my stories of my life, the experiences, the ups, the downs, the ins and outs, the highs, the lows. And it's been that thread in my life that has given me the confidence to be who I was meant to be. And I wanted to do the same for you because you already have it inside of you from the day you were born So right now, it's time to start where you are to become everything you were meant to be. And in Collecting Confidence, it will encourage you to do just that. Collecting Confidence comes out April 25th, and you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. Let's all do this thing together and walk boldly, y'all, in your collected confidence.
1: Our last confidence coaching session was one of our biggest episodes we've ever done. It has had such a huge response. We've been getting emails, calls.
0: It's been amazing. We've all experienced um, this crisis of confidence before, but I think Amber's going to be a special one. I really do.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, So this all started, we're bringing Amber on the show because she sent us this really heartfelt email and it made me just immediately be like, I... I think we need to reach out to this person. Um, oh. Do
0: you want me to read a little bit of it? I wish you would because I love it, and I'm, I'd love for everybody to hear it before we bring in Amber.
1: This is just a little, uh, a little bit of this uh, longer email that she wrote us that really touched me. But she said, "As we grow, there are various things in their life that happen that can strip away some of our confidence, mm. little by little, to the point where we don't even know we lost it." Listening to the podcast. I know my confidence level isn't where I thought it was because hearing Kim say things like you're worth it and you can do this, they make me tear up.
0: Well, one thing that lets me know that Amber is going to be fantastic today is because she said little by little things strip your confidence away. So she already knows that we come all into this planet with confidence and it's the things, the circumstances and all that, that happens that strips it away. Let's go ahead. Let's bring in Amber. It's time to get started.
2: Hi, Kim. It's nice to meet you.
0: Oh, Amber, girl. Good to meet you. I'm so
2: excited to be here. I prayed for this a long time ago and I felt so stupid because it's like God's got bigger things to address than you thinking that you want to meet Kim Gravel.
0: Oh, girl.
2: But I prayed for it and here we are.
0: Oh, my God. Girl, first of all, God is not too big and nothing we do is too small for him to move mountains to make things happen. So, I'm glad to meet you. I think your story is, oh, what can I say about it, Amber? And I'm gonna let you tell a little bit of it here in a minute, but your story is going to connect, inspire and encourage so many people. So A, thank you for coming on and being transparent and B, tell the story girl, because this is so powerful.
2: I am 35 years old. I live in South Carolina, actually Kim, I live in Seneca.
0: Ah, uh, grass where I was born. I
2: know, I know. <laughs> so I work as an early interventionist in South Carolina. In South Carolina that means that I work with families whose children have developmental delays, a wide variety of developmental delays. We get them services that they need. We kind of are there in case they, they have questions, things like that. Right now, I am also single.
0: Okay, are you one of those singles ready to mingle, or you're single and just
2: (laughs) I'm pretty, you know, you're cool with it. Yeah, I'm pretty content with being single. Um, Oh, that's my whole life. I have been more of a person. I think, and I have prayed about this too. I think I'm more meant to be a mom. That is my biggest focus. Wow. So, how that's gonna look? Um, whether I do IUI oh, wow. or I do private adoption or I go through the foster care system, I don't know how it's going to look yet.
0: You're okay. You're content t- being single because you know my very best friend is is single oh, yeah? and she's in her fifties, never been married.
2: Oh, I love that. See, we need to hear more of that. Like you're not weird
0: if you're single. Oh Lord, no, honey. You you've got freedom. You. This is her motto: no husband, no children, no wrinkles. That's the her <laughs> motto in life. <laughs> And
2: then the fact also that I'm 35 and have never had kids, you know, in the South, that's right, still
0: right. weird. I hear you.
2: I tell the almighty that if you want me to be married, you are going to have to drop mm-hmm. my husband right in front of me because I'm not looking for it.
0: But you are feeling the baby bug. Yes. And you're ready to move forward on that. Okay. Do you want a relationship?
2: At 35, it seems daunting to get into a serious lifelong, committed Hmm. relationship. Because I feel like by this point, you're so set in a lot of your ways that inviting somebody else into it just seems like a lot for me.
0: I think you've got a wall up. And I think you are afraid to want the best things for your life.
2: I can very, very much see that. Because what happens if it doesn't work? What happens if I... There's a lot of what happens if.
0: Let's start with the relationship because I think that, I just know for my friend, she wants to be married so bad. She wants it so bad and she has every right to want it, but she wants it so bad, her fear is it's never going to happen. Everything starts with fear. You know that. Everything... We're constantly making decisions out of fear and or confusion, and it's the dumbest way to make decisions. Every time I make a decision because I'm afraid something is or isn't going to happen, I want to kick myself afterwards. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing about God is it doesn't matter what kind of decisions we we think. Oh, my gosh, we're going to make the wrong decisions. But He always, He will get that thing. He can reroute that thing and and get us where we need to be. But I want to talk to you about, like, why are you so fearful that it won't work out? Are you really fearful that it won't work out? Or are you fearful that it just might, you don't know what the heck to do when it does?
2: A little bit of both. I, I've mm. been by myself for so long that how do I, how would I be in a relationship? What kind of person am I in a relationship?
0: You've got to quit listening to what other people are saying to you, the good and the bad. Because Amber, you are an expert at being Amber. You just are. And I say this to everybody, and I truly believe it because I've lived it in my life. It has nothing to do with being that smart or that, you know, spiritually elevated. None of that bull crap. <laughs> I'm saying this out of strictly life, hard, darn 51 years of experience. You have got to be your own best friend, your own biggest cheerleader, your own advocate, And you've got to take all that that you're doing with those young children you're leading every day and how you pull into your and connect with your friends and how you want to be a mom. And you've got to mother, love, and be your own best friend. And it's got to start with you and God. And when you do that, nothing will stop you. You might have a few obstacles. You might feel insecure because I say this, confidence waxes and wanes. It's not consistent, but what it is it's there and you can always draw from it. It doesn't ever leave us. We bury it. We ignore it. We start listening to the outside distractions, but it's there. And, and honestly, girl, you know that, you know that for you. You know you're a baller and shot caller. You know deep down, don't tick you off, don't back you in a corner, and don't tell me that I can't. And you can't tell me that that's not really who you are because I can just tell by talking to you because you're like, I'm going to let down my guard a little bit, but not too much, Kim, because I ain't that crazy.
2: People telling me, no, you're not going to do something. I said that the other day. No,
0: sorry. No, bless your heart. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Bless your heart. Yes, I am.
2: My confrontational (laughs) side, like I will come at, Somebody, if girl, I know there is a mama bear inside of me.
0: But that's what I'm talking about. That's the good stuff. But what you're happening is you're bullying yourself.
2: Okay, here's my question then, because I'm not okay. I hear all these people that don't have confidence or have you know low self-esteem or whatever. They're self-deprecating. Sure. Which is all
0: of us, by the way. That's all yes. of us. Okay, go ahead. Um,
2: They're self-deprecating. They will talk down to themselves. They will, you know, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: As, as I know self-deprecating to be. I don't yes. feel myself necessarily talking down to myself. Right. Like I don't, I'm not going to talk myself
0: up. Right, but the results are the same. Right. So if someone's talking themselves down and no one is acknowledging or talking themselves up. It's the same. The results are the same. Okay. Let me tell you something. If if we all, I don't know, there's a study. I wish you'd look this up, Zach. It tells like one negative thought or one negative comment towards you, it takes 20 positive ones to negate the one. And I'm telling you, I put a little tape recorder on myself one time and just listened to the things that verbally came out of my mouth that were a negative about myself or my situation. I played it back the next day, Amber. I was like, Okay, well, that's why I'm feeling this way. I didn't even record the things that were happening in my mind. But have you ever thought you're just fatigued with all of it? Yeah. Numb to it?
2: Very much numb to it.
0: Yes. If you want to be a mom, go be a mom. If you know that inside of your soul that that's what you desire... If you want to go date and find the perfect man for you, go find him. He's there. If you want to go get your doctorate and take over the world, if you want to run for Senate, you know, in South Carolina, do it. Whatever you I'm telling you, you're the most capable person I have talked to about this subject in a long time. Honestly, you already know what to do. You're well-equipped. You're just not doing it. My daddy used to say all this uh, to me all the time. This is in the book too. He says, girl, you're not a fat girl. You're just living like one.
2: I remember you saying
0: that. Yeah, girl, you're not a a person that doesn't have confidence. You're just living like it. Hmm. You're full of confidence. You're full of capability. You're full of life. I'm sitting here talking to you going, you're going to therapy. And I'm like, you probably could therapy the therapist. Am I right? Just tell me if I'm right or wrong. I agree. It's the only thing you're not stepping into your confidence and the only reason you're not is because of fear.
2: That fear of rejection is a big one.
0: Uh That's yeah. a big
2: one. I I do that at work too. I mean, I you will see me not even and everybody knows now. I am not the jerk that it looks like I can be. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> that's great. I'm not the jerk that, what'd you say?
2: <laughs> not the jerk that it looks like I can be. <laughs> not the jerk. So, I mean, and even so much as somebody comes in the office, yeah. I am not the person that's going to be like, Hey, how are you?
0: Because. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm afraid somebody's not going to say something back. I'm afraid. Come on with how, it. Now, here we go. I'm afraid of, you know, how I'm going to sound when I say it. I mean, and that's, Across the board, like, that's just one. I always say I'm a repressed hugger because I am never going (sighs) to initiate a hug with you. We People used to joke about it all the time. Amber's not a toucher. That's not true. I am afraid of you rejecting my hug or anything like that. I'm not going to put myself Mm -hmm. out there because I'm afraid of what will be given back to me.
0: You know what I'm going to tell you to do in the face of this fear of rejection, right? Yeah.
2: You got to get in, you got to get out there. You have to do it anyway.
0: Right. So, so what would an action item be for you immediately?
2: I mean, the next person that walks in the door, I would need to say, Hey, how are you?
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> and do what? I'd, I'd say just kiss them on the mouth too. I mean, get crazy. <laughs> maybe not, but <laughs> the time is now, but see, but again, Amber, you know what to, uh, you see know what I'm saying? I didn't have to tell you what to, you know what to do. You, you, you either are digging in and don't want to do it, or you need permission to do it, or you know, the time is now because there's something inside of you that knows there's more out there for you and you're worth it. That's what you do know.
2: So I am thinking right now, as we're talking, I am on okay. the diving board. Above a swimming pool. Yes. Looking into the swimming pool, wanting so bad to do, to jump off. But I can't. Right. And you're, proverbially, behind me, ready to shove me in. Yeah. Because once I get there, I'm okay. Right. And I swim. And I like it. But it's just somebody thumping me in or giving me the validation. Like,
0: yes, you need mm-hmm. to do this. Well well, I'm not getting ready to shove you in. I've done shoved you in. You're on the fall. So you can either dive on in or I might have to throw you a lifeline because Amber, you know that now is your time. You know this. Yeah, You're just calling here today to get that confirmation. And God is using me and Zach in this situation to give you the confirmation because you can trust me, girl. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna bull crap you. I'm gonna keep it 100. Um, because the world needs more of who you are in it. We need people like you. And the enemy, Amber, is trying everything he can do to silence, squash, defeat, destroy, distract, and de- demean people like you. Don't let him do it, don't let him do it, girl. Don't give him that satisfaction. It's time for you to be that jerk that you can be to what this, the enemy and this bull crap that is going on. I can see that. Because it ain't true. It's hashtag lies. It's hashtag trying to get you from what you are called and meant to do and be. And that is to be a mother. And that is to be madly and passionately in love with somebody, if you want it. Now, if you don't want it, hey, I don't have it. But if you want that, I got cold chills when I said that. So something's to that. Then go for it. Okay. It's time.
2: Well, so here's that you're asking about like steps. What are you going to do? So tomorrow I have surgery for my epilepsy. Okay. My neurologist said, please don't get pregnant until after this surgery. Then you can do whatever whatever you want. So I've been kind of keeping tomorrow. Like that's all bets are off after that.
0: So tomorrow, I want you to go into your surgery, which we're all praying for. I'm just going to say right now. Thank you. God, please protect Amber and her surgery and make it so successful, not only for her health, but get, let this be the mental shift and the emotional shift and the heart shift that she's looking for. In your name, amen. Amen. But I want to say this also to you, Amber. Let tomorrow be where you start where you are to be everything you're meant to be. So after that surgery, I want you to email me and t- first of all, tell me how it goes. I'll be worried to death and I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna sit here and say prayers and know it's gonna be fantastic. But after the surgery, when you go into that hospital or outpatients, wherever you are, I want you to hug that nurse's neck. I want you to tell someone, pray for me, girl, because I'm ready. This surgery is gonna be a game changer for me. I want you to start speaking life out of your mouth about you to someone else. Instead of someone validating you, you're gonna speak it out and validate yourself to someone else. We're gonna flip that script.
2: And it's not just giving like words of encouragement to people.
0: You're speaking out, you're validating you to them. Okay. You look at that doctor, you look at that nurse tomorrow and say, this is a game changer for me. I'm gonna wake up from this. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna start living my life the, in in the fullness of it. No fear, no fear of rejection, no fear of what people think. You're just gonna move forward and you can do it. You already know what to do. That's your first step though. If you can take that first step and put yourself out there on that, on that, on that line for people to say what they wanna say, reject you if they wanna reject you, love you if they wanna love you. But I guarantee you they're gonna love you. I bet you a dollar to a donut. I bet you $1000 right now. If you will do that, you will see it cuz you are a leader.
2: Okay, I'm going to I'm going
0: to I'm going to do it. You're waiting for other people to lead you. You wait for other people to lead you and you are a leader. That's why you're frustrated. You ain't a follower, girl.
2: A minute. Yes, you're right. You're you're very much right. Um I don't think I've given myself a lot of practice in in this
0: Tomorrow is going to be, you're getting ready to, re, you're jumping off a cliff, not a high dive. I mean, I think you're jumping off a long cliff and you're going to hit that water and it's going to wake everything up in your life. <sighs> that's a
2: very yeah. big breath of fresh air.
0: I I mean, I'm telling you, I've had that done to me though, Amber, I've had, I've been very fortunate to have some really, really honest people in my life. And what I'm telling you is honest truth. You know, we're always so hard on each other. We're hard on our children. We're hard on our friends. We're, We're hard on each other on social media. Everything is so negative, but all of that is just we are all so broken and messed up. Mm-hmm. No one has it together more than anybody else. It's just, it cracks me up. Cause people are like, I'm this. I'm like, no, you ain't. You just like the rest of us out here. We're all a squirrel trying to get a nut. We're all just trying to get by. And what happens is we stop living the superpower, the thing that God put mm-hmm. us here to do. We stop living that calling, yes. but that's what the enemy wants, baby. He knows he can't kill us, stop us, hurt us. We only do that to ourselves. You're right. Uh, You know, I know know you know what I'm talking about. You're right.
2: Tell me if I'm wrong. But while I'm doing that for me, I can use the fact that this is going to help other people as a motivator.
0: There's nothing that helps people more than you being loving and walking in your authentic self. Okay. say this to all the people in sports, like sports, and I don't get my shine. Young athletes I work with, and they're like, oh, I've got to be the best, and this guy's the best. I'm like, no, no, you don't have to be the best. You have to be your best. Mm-hmm. Life is about teamwork.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But if, if if Jack is trying to be like Joseph, then we all lose. Mm-hmm. Jack and Joseph need to work together on the team. He's got his thing he's good at. He might be a clutch player. He might be a shooter. And they work together to win that game. Mm-hmm. So if you're not showing up, Amber, as is, is that empowered, confident person that God called you to be, mm-hmm. then everybody else on your team ain't op- optimum. They're not operating. I'm, I'm telling you, it's the truth now, but people don't want to hear the truth. They all want to be the best or number one. Or this, there's always somebody better than us or worse than us or whatever, but not really because they're just being themselves. Mm-hmm. I always say this, there ain't nobody on this planet that can encourage people better than me. They might can do it as good as me, or different than I, but not like I can do it. And that's not being cocky. And that's not being comparative. That's just, I know that that's my gift and call. And baby, you can't take that from me. Come hell or high water, that's who I am. Now you might say, oh, I don't like how she does it. And she's, you know, She's not as cute doing it, or she's too old, or she's too fat, or she's too thin. You can say all that, and that might be the truth, but you can't do that better than me, because there's nobody can do it like me.
2: Okay, so me encouraging myself, me being good to me, me, mm-hmm. me coaching me, helps other people. Yes, that blows my mind. It's big. Good job, best friend. Ins- <laughs> good job.
0: Good job, okay. So this is your homework. Um, tomorrow, you're going to hug somebody. You're going to put yourself out there emotionally. You're going to do it with absolute confidence. And regardless of what they say or do, you are going to be Amber in that way. You know, inside you're sitting here hugging them. You're going to actually do it, physically do it. You're going to encourage them by encouraging yourself. Okay. And then you're going to start planning. You're going to move forward with being a mother dating all of it. Do it all. Do it all. And God will open or shut the doors. He is in complete control. But all you're going to do is just take the next step. Don't listen to everybody else. They don't understand you. You might, you, God might want you to adopt this baby and sit, or, or have this child and six months later bring you the man of your dreams because that's what he wanted to do. You, you can't. You can't. Only you know what's the best for you and he'll open that door. You're a believer, he'll open that door. He'll, he'll guide you, but you take the steps forward. Don't be afraid. Don't do the what ifs, because don't worry about it, because he'll shut it down and you'll know it.
2: I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm a little, I know, me too. Like, I'm a little nervous, but I'm <laughs> very excited to.
0: Because when you add motherhood to it, that's a whole nother can of worms. Like You really got to be who you are to be a mom. Think about that.
2: So to be what I need to you be got, for my child. I have to be what
0: I need to be for me. You gotta be absolutely in love with yourself and you've got to be absolutely knowing who you are and why you are here. Wow. Okay, that was so like amazing. First of all, Amber has got it so together she doesn't even know it. She just needs to walk in. I think, Zach, that's the biggest thing about, I think. Say it, You can't really be insecure without knowing you should be secure. Yeah. Do you know, does that make sense? Like, you can't really be, feel less than if you didn't know you were supposed to be more.
1: Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. Does that make Amber- sense? Amber's one of those people to me, yeah, it makes total sense. And it and to me, it's like, if I met her right on the street, I would think like, oh, she's got it together. Like, she's got it figured she out. Does. If I met her as a she nurse, does. like, she's got it together, you yeah. know, totally buttoned up. Like, but, you know, I think this is a reminder that all of us need that extra something, right? All of us are lacking something.
0: We are so external we're looking to this. We're looking to that. We're looking at other people. We're looking at what they have. We're looking at material things. We're looking at our phones. We're looking at a podcast. We're looking, we're always looking exterior. I'm serious. But yeah. really what we're saying on, on this show is it just is you got to love yourself. And and people say, that's so selfish. It's so this, it's the most selfish thing you can do is to neglect yourself for the needs of others. Mm. because, What's your motivation? Helping others is out of the overflow.
1: Oh man, And that's so
0: hard. Mother oh Mother, Ther- Mother Teresa helped people out of her overflow. The love that she had for God and the love he had for her was so full and overflowing that that's how she could love others unconditionally, because she had been loved unconditionally. That's what I'm saying. We're thinking our self-sacrifice of who we are as a person to help someone else, that is not noble. That is dumb. You have to love you and you have to know that God loves you. And then from that, you can give unconditionally to others. I'm telling you it might not be popular and people might push back, but I'm telling you, it's the truth. That's a hard truth. There's the scriptures because he first loved me, because he's first loved us. And what happens is when you don't love yourself, that means you are not accepting that unconditional love for yourself. I'm telling you, Amber has got it going on. It's right there in the palm of her hand. And all really she has to do is just take that first step and I, and she's ready for it. Or she wouldn't even call it in today.
1: Well, let me say this. If you want to call into the show and yes. potentially get on the show, give me a call. Drop us an email. Um, you can leave a message on our voicemail line. It is 404-913-6460. We love to
0: hear from and, all of you. And listen, we're always looking for new best friends, y'all. You can be Kim's (laughs) new best friend, and then I'll just be like a friend of a friend.
1: Pull it up, pull it up.
0: Pull up the thingy, baby.
1: Can we just take a beat, actually, though? Because I have to go to the bathroom. Can you give me, like, two minutes?
0: Go to the potty, Zach.
1: I will go potty, Kim. Did
0: you just say you're friends with benefits? Hang up this podcast. Hang up the (laughs) podcast. No, I said friend of a friend. Okay, you I thought you said friend. friend with benefit. Play the music. We need to go. It's it's getting Bye. bad. We're getting bad. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, y'all. The Kim Grabell Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanize at Mamarian Creative, and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.